Welcome to the Married Christian Millennials Podcast with Jesse and Carly, where we share our thoughts on life through our experiences to help others grow. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the MCM Podcast with Jesse and Carly. Hello, welcome back to episode four. Episode four. What are we going to talk about today, babe? Today we're talking about engagement, preparing for engagement, what led up to that day and that day and then premarital right up to before we got married so we said the big ideas yeah because this podcast we definitely want to encourage a lot of people and mcm is you know married christian millennials we are freshly married so we don't have too much marriage advice to give yet we are definitely learning about marriage oh yeah i have a ton to give from friends that are married but not from us yeah I mean, a little bit we're, we're enjoying it we're learning ourselves we're almost three months september october yeah we're almost three months to <laughs> oh actually tomorrow would be three months exactly <gasps> today's no- wow. november 6th we were married august 7th 2021 yeah if you can't tell guys we're really on top of the anniversaries here <laughs> yeah but reality of marriage <clears throat> It is 6.42 in the morning, Saturday, November 6th. We were trying to record last night, and we got uh, two mics, so I got another microphone, and we're trying to, we were trying to figure out how to hook two microphones up to GarageBand, and so we were YouTubing, kind of had it figured out. We got frustrated at each other with the computer. So we just decided, let's call it a night and start brand new in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> So I, mean, I hopped in bed and I looked up some YouTube and then, you know, we got up early and then, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go try to figure out this whole audio thing. And now it works. And we had it working last night, but it kept on saying like some kind of error or, or something. Yeah. But, some kind of error. And then one of the inputs is like cheap off of Amazon when I got my computer case. And so it's like not the best quality and very sensitive. So you got to buy a new one. But my wonderful husband did amazing research and got it figured out. Yeah, and it's we're going, we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a marriage reality. Some things get frustrated. We even had to tell each other like, it's okay. We don't need to get frustrated at each other. Yeah. You know. So that's yeah. learning experiences, the communication, uh, being patient with equipment and one another. So. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's talk about engagement. So, so the first little subheading, little topic that I want to start off with is buying and choosing the ring. Mm, so how that's did, your question. How, how did it go about? Well, I had to do some probing and figure out what style <laughs> that you wanted. Some ring con work. Yeah, and I feel like there were so many things that went on. I think. You had a Pinterest, so I had my sisters look up your Pinterest, and I think I might have seen it through you, too. Like, oh, you have a wedding Pinterest? That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, let's see it. And I got your ring styles. Yeah, and I would just like to say I've had that since high school. So, yes, I'm one of those girls who created it and then blocked it from people to see because I didn't want judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, I'm sure almost every woman and gal has their pinterest page mm-hmm. wedding pinterest page don't be embarrassed girls it's normal yeah so i knew basically what style it was through carly's uh wedding pinterest 
And then we were so we were walking through the mall one time, and this is like before, like close to like we're, we're we're getting ready to be engaged. So we're walking through the mall, and we're like, should we just go look at ring styles? Because we want to know what ring styles you would want to get. Because you know, obviously, we're our goal is to get married, <laughs> and we were so nervous walking oh my into. Gosh. Okay, guys, the reason why I'm laughing is because every time we would walk by a ring store, we'd be like, do you want to go in? Okay, let's go in. And then we get to the door or like right before and we're like, no, 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 no. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. This is weird. They already saw us. We made eye contact. Just keep walking. And it would be like the most awkward thing because we were so nervous to actually go in and look at rings. And I don't know why we were so nervous, but we were like, uh... No, let's just keep walking. I don't know. We, we can't do this. This this is so weird. Yeah. I think because partially for me too, like it was literally a fairy tale. I did not think I was going to get mm-hmm. married. And so to have somebody and be like, holy crap, we're going to look at rings. Yeah. yeah, this is the next step. Like, oh gosh, it's here. Yep. Oh Lord, help. I remember thinking too, if we just go into one, <clears throat> we get that over with, we'll be so much more comfortable going into the next ones. I think we did. I forgot which first one we went into. It was some like janky ring shop in the mall and they were trying to sell us so hard on stuff and throw out weird discounts. And it was just like, yeah, we'll be in touch. They gave us their business yeah. card and we never went back in. <laughs> well, so that kind of helped though, because you found the style that you wanted. You got to see mm-hmm. it on your hand. So that yeah. was pretty cool and pretty key. Yeah. But there wasn't much like pressure, like it wasn't weird. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, now I got to ask this woman to marry me yeah, or anything like that. I thought, I thought it was really cool. I don't think it was too far or out of any boundary. It was like, cool, let's figure out what you want. Obviously, we're dating because our goal is to get married. And we, I think we're, we're just on a good yeah, good road to that, to marriage. And we had talked about marriage and we we both knew like that was the end result. And... At that point in our relationship, we knew like, this is my person. This is my ride or die for life. Mm-hmm. And so for us, I think initially going into the store was like, wow, we've said it's, you know, we've talked about this, but now it's coming to reality, walking into the store and trying on the ring. Like now it's right in your face. Like, it's not that we don't want to marry each other. We do, but it's like, it's, yeah. it's here. We both waited so long for it. And I think what was cool, too, is that there was no, like, pressure. There was no, nothing weird. But, you know, like, so I was just kind of figuring out, okay, this is a style. I kind of already know because my sisters have seen her Pinterest. <laughs> now she's really seen the ring. She's pretty set on the style. Mm-hmm. Um, So a buddy of mine had this ring guy hookup. He does custom rings, you know. Uh, he's legit, but we've done some, uh, you know, I, 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 I so give him, ca- it, it does, but man, <laughs> like he was super cool and super legit. And, uh, so I ended up sending him a picture of a style that you wanted mm-hmm. and I had a budget. I told him my budget, you know, because I didn't want to pay off a ring. I didn't want to have to spend all kinds of money on a ring. So I, I did drop some money though on your engagement ring, but luckily I looked around and what I realized is that diamonds are overpriced. You know, they're not rare because there's so many jewelry nice. shops. There's so many diamonds online. Diamonds aren't rare. And that's one thing that we got to, 
you know, think about too before buying something that's like five thousand or ten thousand. You know, unless you have the money, great. But I don't recommend at all making payments on a ring because we would have been making the payments to this day. You know, but I paid it cash off as soon as I had the ring. Cash was exchanged. You know, I had full ownership, and that was one thing that one last thing that I took into marriage was that debt. You know, still like, hey, we, I bought you that beautiful ring, but we're also still paying on it plus rent. Or, you know, mortgage and car yeah. and insurance and PG&E and power and electric yeah. and food and growth, you know. It was one less bill you wanted to pay. The one less bill in my mindset was the less <laughs> debt, you know, the better. So I would always recommend when you're looking for a ring, get her style. You know, it could be low key. I, you know, take her in. Let her see what kind of styles fit on her hand. Yeah. And, you know, be on some kind of budget. You know, figure out your budget and kind of stick with that. The guy worked with my budget so well. And, uh. I got the ring. It was beautiful. It was way more beautiful than I would have even imagined. Um, I, c- and, I couldn't believe it. Like yeah. it was, I didn't know what style of ring that I really wanted either, which yeah. was the most difficult part. Like on my Pinterest, I had so many styles and then I really went through and started weeding out like, okay, no, this is more my style. And then seeing it in person on my hand, it kind of like, okay, I like this more simplistic, but elegant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I feel I feel like this is a common style, but you really don't see it a lot. Um, so yeah, it was when I saw it, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> it's like this is gorgeous. Yeah. But I, I would say too for the guys out there getting the ring. I mean, I I know it may be a little jab to the heart. I don't know, but I mean, even if you can't afford the exact ring that she wants just know later down in the road you can always get a new ring but even then i doubt she will want it because like for me like i told you you could propose to me with a dinosaur ring out of those 50 cent mm-hmm. little cartridge things yeah and i think one thing that was key about us is that obviously god is the center and of our lives and we just you know, knowing you and dating you, I was like, this girl has a humble heart. And clearly I could see it with you making those statements. And guys, if she's wanting something so lavish, you know, I hope that you took the time to really see her heart. You know, um, but if it's in your budget, that's that's awesome. That's great. You go know, for go it. big. It's in your budget. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I, I, stood, I set my budget and I stood, stayed within that budget. Um, but man, like learning about marriage being married we don't ever think about your ring mm-hmm. you know I, I i put mine on every morning but i never think about like the cost of it or mm-hmm. how how i mean i love the way my ring looks but like it's never a part of like our day-to-day you know yeah. it doesn't, doesn't affect how we talk to each other or how we do ministry or mm-hmm. nothing like that you know um but so i just would say like yeah you know set your budget find a, a great deal don't try not to finance it you know that's just something that we're we don't do you know yeah don't i would say don't get something that you can't afford <laughs> exactly just, i mean for me the ring isn't why i married you yeah and i think so so it could be a twig around my finger and i would love it every single day yeah so and i had gotten <clears throat> so i kind of was buying the, the ring or bought the ring and it was like five four five months into into dating kind of knowing like okay like this this is this is is the one so 
after I got the ring. Okay, so we went to visit my family because I got it in my hometown of Fresno because <laughs> now we live in Northern Cali. Uh, so you were at my parents' house. My brother-in-law mm-hmm. came and... It was like a whole family yeah, extravaganza. So basically, I ven- Venmoed my sister and then they brought the cash and then me, my brother-in-law and my cousin's boyfriend went to go grab it but we went on a beer run <laughs> and so you know in quotes beer run we went to go actually go pick up the ring so we go all the way across town so this is like 25 minutes away at this guy's house and then we go into his house sit down see the ring see all the certifications and stuff and then I'm like okay now we gotta go all the way back and so we're almost back and we forget the beer <laughs> can i just say this is the longest beer run ever the longest beer run ever and I was, we were playing games when you guys left. Mm-hmm. And so these card games, um, I think it was like around Christmas time or whatever. And it was the card games that your parents had um, given us for Christmas. And we were oh, playing yeah. them and we were so into the games that I didn't, we didn't really realize that you guys were gone that long. And then right before you guys came back, we're like, wow, the boys have been gone for a while. And then you came back with like barely any beer yeah i just had like, a where were these guys i just at? had a can of 805 we just had like a few individual like tall cans yeah and that was it. you didn't even come back with the case you just came back with like individuals and it was like what the heck yeah but i quickly put that ring in my parents room and so fast forward okay so we're getting married one thing that we both agree on is our finances mm. so because obviously we're preparing to get married um yeah so we talked a lot about finances and the saving carly is a saver <laughs> i'm very frugal with my money <laughs> yeah. and i have been more of like a spender <clears throat> not only that but um you know living in fresno and going to school at the same time and working and having to support myself that was like taking a lot of my money away you know it was hard mm. and i came up here and yeah i made more money so that was great um and then with school and work and school and work and car breaking down, you know, like there goes $5,000, yeah. you know. There were a lot of expenses for Yeah, you. there was a lot. I got hit hard when me and Carly started first dating with the car motor blowing out and trying to spend money fixing that car. Then, you know. I would just like to say when we first started dating, first starting getting to know each other, I had to drive him and pick him up yeah. <laughs> from the auto body shop. Yes, and I, I did rent a car for a bit, but that got mm-hmm. too expensive. Yeah. So um, then eventually I bought my car now, my Jeep. Um, <laughs> losing that, but you know what? So. And it didn't scare me off. No, and no. so we've been big on like saving now and trying to be out of debt. You know, I know we only have my car and student loans minimal. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't taken out any more loans in over a year, um, and just kind of paying off. You know. Yeah. The car and uh, making sure we don't use our credit cards that much, you know. Um, when we do, we, we kind of just pay them off. So I think with my finances of coming into it, we're like a huge worry. Even as a guy just growing up, like, mm. am I going to provide for somebody? You yeah. Know? And just having to trust in God to provide. And uh, at least I feel like I when I say I trust in God to provide, it doesn't mean I don't go out and do hard work, you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I don't go out and, and earn you know like you're not just sitting on the couch like lord may this 500 dollars land in my hand yeah definitely not yeah. you know i mean you know no, you gotta work for it i work in construction and then you know i go to school yeah so and you also have you know your full-time job plus what else do you do 
Um, I'm an artiste. So I do graphic design and photography on the side as a yeah. side hustle until that becomes my full-time job. Yeah. So it's like we trust God to provide, but we're also grinding. You know, we're also mm-hmm. working hard. We're also seeking yeah. ways to bring a financial income that God's kind of put in our path. So mm-hmm. recently I've been learning to sell pools, sold one, working on waiting for another bid to Which come is... through and more appointments. So that's the whole thing. Like, you know, with the finances, it's just like you have to trust God, but you mm-hmm. also have to keep grinding and keep, you know, working yeah. hard and finding finding those opportunities that, you know, God's put in front of you. I, I just don't, definitely don't think he just hands you, you know, some cash in your mailbox, you know. Um, because that was a big worry, you know, having enough, yeah. but also knowing like, okay, we live in an apartment, we live, do we do, it's an expensive area. Um, but we also realize like what's important is, you know, growing our, our marriage first without stress of huge payments, you know? Yeah. And kind of my ideology too, and I shared this with you before going into marriage was like right now is the time to, I don't want to necessarily say like suffer financially, but because we're not, it's just, I'm such a big saver, like you said. So I'd rather put more of our money into retirement and savings for the future. So we're grinding and hustling now only to um, enjoy retirement and enjoy the later years and be comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, definitely the future is something that we want to also like prepare for. I don't want to be working when I'm 70 years old. Yeah. I think, (laughs) you know, with being in college, you know, one one of my biggest worries, at least for me as this is just our life, you know, working in pool construction, I'm more of like a laborer right now transitioning, but my, my worry, at least as a man is like, wow, I don't want to be stuck in in this environment or keep having to to do this. Cause I see older men in there. 50s and 60s and i'm like okay how god do we prepare for not to have this because i don't want to my back to like be messed up my shoulders because i know my dad worked he does he did concrete and he's about to retire this next week but you know two torn shoulders a a disc in his back that are messed up and so um but right now so i I mean i even tell you like this is our time to set ourselves up for the future Mm -hmm. um well, one thing with being going into marriage with us is that I didn't worry about we need to have our careers. I need to have my my engineering job or construction management mm-hmm. job and be, you know, this high status. Um, you know, I worked to set ourselves up to provide. And now it's like, okay, cool. Now we can keep going into that grind, into that future. You know, because yeah. you graduated from college already. You know, mm-hmm. where, where did you go? I went to Azusa Pacific. Go Cougs. Um, yeah, I graduated shoot, how about four years ago now? Four or five years? And then after that, the only reason why I'm not in the arts right now is because I decided to go travel and be a international softball player. And, and after that? Now I'm catching up. Oh, and then a missionary, um, which I technically did that as a traveling softball player. Um, but... Yeah, now I'm trying to kind of play catch up and in the midst of COVID and, you know, that's been a real fun game changer. 
Yeah. So. I mean, I also wouldn't call it catch up. You kind of, you, you did other stuff that other people. I did. I guess it, I would say catch up for graphic design, but photography I kept with the but, whole time. But that's also what I kind of want to bring up too, because I feel like, you know, obviously I'm older, I'm 31, still in college. Is that my biggest stressor was like, oh my gosh, I'm still in college and I'm getting older. Like, mm. like what the heck is going on that I fall back? You know, cause I know you struggle with that too. Like I can't yeah. even have this whole career, but it's like, don't make that the most important thing in your life because that will affect your marriage because I feel like that's brought yeah. on so much anxiety with us is that I've gotten stressed about like school and hey I'm still in school and this kind of sucks but I'm working but and I've also found myself like being like making such emphasis on who I am in, in a job you know I'm a superintendent or you know I, I, yeah, I, like, I sell pools but it's like I lose my identity mm, in yeah that and then I kind of bring the identity into marriage just like no like mm. I'm I'm uh, your child uh, of God yeah first. you know you know I'm a son of God and I'm also <laughs> called to be a husband first you know and provide mm-hmm. for my wife and sacrifice for her you know but I, if I base my identity on my work or school you know that's going to affect us and that's one thing that I noticed at least towards engagement and then it being a marriage in being stressed out and so anxious is like okay i gotta like change this up you know change yeah. my mindset up <clears throat> yeah so and i even i even told you like i don't care that you're still in college yeah you're you're chasing that degree you're you're getting it yeah so you know i'd say you know like, if you have the opportunity to finish college sooner than later yes do that you know um but at least have a goal you mm-hmm. know we're our goal is to increase our careers and we're working hard towards that so, I mean, you don't want to be like a deadbeat, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to get married and you have no drive or no passion to increase yeah. where you're at, unless you're good where you're at. Um, I'd say don't get discouraged if just, you're older and doing school or still trying to find that career. I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't peak until like 40 well, for that I, career. I hope not. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, it takes time. You got to take time into yeah. a, a job and position. Yep. You know, I think for me my advice too would be like when you're looking for somebody look don't look for somebody who's had like four jobs in a few years you know look for somebody who's kind of committed and working hard in some kind of in one particular career you know because i know i don't quit any of my jobs unless i've had a next job lined up already Mm. law shop was for five years and i'm going on three here and we'll see if this is the last transition i ever have to make again (laughs) but um as a pool uh as somebody who works for a pool building company, but you know, it's kind of sum up the finances. You know, you definitely want to save, you know, try to be as minimal debt as you can, especially going into marriage. You know, you don't want to take on that stress, you know, at least don't incur, you know, I told you about all my debts and what I have in school. Mm -hmm. Um, and we didn't incur, we didn't grow our debt, you know, as we've were engaged and getting married. Um, and yeah, finances, something that we tend to worry about, you know, but what's important is like, hey, husband first, you know, uh, following Jesus, leading my wife to Jesus first, you know, God's going to provide mm-hmm. being that, you know, we're going to put the work in. So, and so now the next leading, preparing for engagement was the friends. I feel like um, from past relationships, <laughs> you know, I mean, our friends have seen us at our worst times, <laughs> you know, and they, I feel like our friends want the best for us Oh, and 100%. they will, if you have good friends, they will not hold back and 
as to what they see. Oh, yeah. So I think, you know, friends, you definitely want the support of your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and you want your friends to like the other person. Yeah. So cause I feel like that's that's been one blessing that we've had is I brought you to all my friends and they were, oh my were like, yeah, she's It was yeah, like first her. time meeting them and our friend Kennedy, I remember messaged you and you're like, can you check my phone? And I looked, I was like, it's from Kennedy. She says, yeah, marry her, put a ring on that. <laughs> and it was the first time meeting her. I was like, oh, how sweet. Yeah. But yeah, even like my girlfriend Ari and Simon, when they first met you, Ari was just saying, she's like, I've never seen you that comfortable around anybody. Yeah. Like, I've never seen you just be yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, which is so cool. And I think that's so important. Like, this is support of your friends because they see what we don't. Sometimes love, I'm, I hate to say love is blind because I heard that so many times. But, you know, what? when you're <clears throat> in those moments, it could be. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to really slow it down and observe and fear of maturity isn't quite there. Obviously, I feel like us being older, we kind of had some other experiences and we kind of could know, mm-hmm. you know, who someone is and if they're worth that time. But, oh, man, the support of the friends is, is so yeah. important. And, you know, they see things that we don't. And I'd say if one of your friends is, you know, giving you some signals that there could be some red flags, I would say, you know, take the time to reflect on those red flags before you get mad or say they're wrong or defend your significant other Mm -hmm. your boyfriend or girlfriend is like okay let's see what they're saying Mm -hmm. you know we're christians you know maybe not everybody's listening to this is a christian but take time you know with god you know or say in prayer and maybe seek other advice you know Mm -hmm. i i would say you know someone older mature that you can trust it's like hey this is what somebody has observed you know what do you think about this Mm -hmm. you know i i don't feel this way but you want to look after your heart first so um yeah so listen to their advice you know take it for what it is and hopefully they support you and if they do for me that was a big green light if your friends kind of supported it my friends you know supporting it and and really liking you and and especially your family too yeah so leading into that you know both our parents like we're just great, mm-hmm. you know. We we did get blessed with some amazing parents uh, who are Christians, and just having that support mm-hmm. made all the difference. Yeah. So, and so leading up to engagement with your parents' support is <laughs> asking your dad. That was the <laughs> most nerve wracking, nerve wracking question. Yeah. And I have no idea why I was so nervous. I think. One, I was nervous because I let my finances really get. And like, okay, I need to have this much saved. I need to have this. Is he going to ask how much I make per hour? Which has increased definitely quite a bit <laughs> since we've got engaged and married. Yeah. But um, also through hard work. <laughs> but anyways, um, I was like, okay, I need to have this, all these eggs in my basket. He's going to want to ask this. What if he asks yeah. that? You know, um, I just want him to know that like I'm going to provide, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, but asking her dad, I know that meant a lot to you. Yeah, that that was a make or break. Yeah, I I would not follow through unless you asked my father. Yeah. And I told you that from day one. Yeah. Yeah. I got to ask your dad. And your dad is a retired CHP. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a family of law enforcement. Yeah. So I'm the, I'm the black sheep who went the artistic side. Yeah. 
But you know what was what's so great about your family is they you know, really were in it to protect and serve and mm-hmm. never did I ever feel like they were intimidating wrong in some kind of wrong way mm-hmm. or were like you can be a punk guy. It's like, no, your parents were so loving and so cool. Mm-hmm. And uh Love you, Mom and Dad. Yeah. They were amazing <laughs> and so being in law enforcement but I just had so much respect for him. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy put his life on the line every day, provided for his family, loves you like mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> you know. And uh and your mom. So I felt like it was my duty to show him the most respect and ask him for your hand of marriage. And that's one thing I think men should do is like this is the man who's literally worked his butt off to provide and take care of and to guide and to love this this woman mm-hmm. i need to ask yeah you know it's it's my it'd be a great honor to ask and so if gentlemen if you're nervous or scared just ask you know mm-hmm. you know i asked for the blessing to marry you i was waiting weeks <laughs> you know i was gonna <laughs> ask and you know my Coworkers were like, "Have you asked her dad yet? Have you?" And they're all older and married. My coworkers, <laughs> so I'm one of the youngest that works. Yeah, <laughs> uh, in that that builds pools in our office, and uh, I was like, "No, I haven't. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous." So, um, finally, I called your dad. I don't know if I asked you for his number. I forget, but I got his number somehow. Yeah, I don't know. So I Anyways. called him. And it went to voicemail. Oh, no. And I was like, dang it. I don't think I've heard this part. I wanted to get out of the way. (laughs) So I let them a voicemail. Hey, can you call me back? You know. Um, But little come to find out that he said that voicemail as like the voicemail like, oh, this was Jesse's. He was going to ask me for my my daughter, like to meet up, to ask, you know, to marry my daughter. And so he eventually calls back. And I'm like, hey, can like we meet up on Saturday? And so he had something to do, and then he's gonna be back later. So that day, okay, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go straight to that day. <laughs> I think was I working? You were working. I was working. So yeah. I, I had to wait too. Like, okay, Carly's off. Sweet, she's off. I mean, she's working this Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, he has something to do in the morning. And so he's like, yeah, the afternoon, you know, I'll, I'll give you a call back. So he didn't really call so I was like okay it's 12 12 30 i should call him and see if he's ready like mm-hmm. i'm super nervous here we go <laughs> like uh, i'm gonna ask the question this is more nerve-wracking than asking you to marry me this is it was <laughs> way more nerve-wracking so, I, was so, I was so nervous so he so i call him i was like okay i'll just gonna call him real quick and see if he's home mm-hmm. so he was home i was like yeah come on by and so I was like, oh, wow, this is it. <laughs> so I'm driving all the way up the hill. I get to your house, and he opens the door, and I don't see your mom. Or your mom's on the couch, you know, uh-huh. or something invisible. And I was like, okay, we all know what question is coming <laughs> up. So he, he was like, yeah, come to my office. And I was like, holy <laughs> Like, he knew. He, I felt like yeah. he definitely knew. And so we talk a bit, and I ask him for your hand in marriage. And, you know, we said some words. Obviously, they were like really kind and good words, and mm-hmm. um, he said yes. Did he cry? No. Dang it. No, I did. I, I 
your mom actually came. I was like, yeah, well, let's get you know Janie out here, and so mm-hmm. um, exactly. she, came she said out. that she was right by the door listening to everything. Oh, really? <laughs> she goes, yeah, I was eavesdropping on the other side. I knew it was coming. Oh, that was so <laughs> funny. But yeah, so it went good. I, I cried a little bit showing him your ring, and we talked about you, and you know when we would ask, and I was like, okay, well, here's a plan. So. Mm-hmm. My mom says that was one of the hardest days not to say anything to me because <laughs> my mom and I are super close. Yeah. Like we, we talk all the time. We tell each other almost everything. Yeah. So that was very hard for her. She was very excited. Yeah. You know, it, it was a lot of planning. Like your mom was telling your family and they were telling, I was telling mm-hmm. mine and we're just like, okay, the food and this yeah. and that here's a plan and hitting up johnny and johnny was just so awesome he was so down him and emily can i just say my husband is the most amazing man ever like <laughs> god truly just blessed that day because the way that you set it up with johnny and emily coming down to shoot a wedding <laughs> which is a lie um they are wedding photographers so i truly believe believed yeah. it yeah and then um you know, after the proposal going home, I... We still gotta get to the proposal, girl. I still gotta, we still gotta oh. tell that story, though. Okay, well, can I just finish talking about how amazing you are? Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, so after the proposal, coming home, I was thinking we were just coming home, to, and I'd be like, Mom, Dad, look at this. Um, and little did I know, all of our family and friends were there. <laughs> and it was the sweetest surprise ever. And I just remember thinking, like, God... Like, wow, I don't yeah. deserve this. And you have made this such an amazing day. I never thought like this would ever happen or this amount of love would be poured into this day. Yeah. You know, it's cool because, you know, Carly does product photography. So it's like, cool, John is coming up. He's got Saturday free. Mm-hmm. We're going to shoot up to like, the Tahoe area and we're going to get some dope shots. So I bought like new hiking boots and stuff. And yeah. so Carly got her new ones for her birthday. And uh, was it for your birth? Yeah. yeah, you got new ones. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like, all right, let's head up the hill. There's a huge storm. So we're like, okay, we can't, maybe not, we'll go too high. Mm-hmm. So we're in your soup. We're going. We kind of slide once, but then we finally. And it cleared up. The yeah. weather completely cleared up. And so we were doing, so the, so the plan was before Carly knew is that it was a product photography shot while we were going snowshoeing. Mm-hmm. So my buddy Johnny and Emily, they come up and they're not really like. <laughs> we got to get like, them on. Hiking like us. Side. Yeah. On our level. Cause <laughs> Emily brought like, they're more like nicer, non, they, they weren't waterproof boots and Johnny had just like cowboy boots on. And so. Okay. Yeah. They were wearing jeans. Okay. And you I, were I had jeans yeah. too, which was an awful idea. But, but it was actually pretty good though, because was it? Yeah, honestly, okay. I didn't get well, affected by it. Johnny had cowboy boots. Yeah. Poor Emily did not have the right attire, and her feet, the shoes were too small for her, and were not waterproof and were freezing cold. And they had never been snowshoeing before, mm-hmm. where I think I was the only one in their group that had. Yeah. Like I'm saying, we just need to get them on the podcast to share the yeah. story because it's hysterical so we love them so much and we're so thankful because they yes, trekked through you. the snow and it wasn't a mediocre hike it was mm-hmm. this is a good hike and then i remember some people were saying just be careful for avalanches and only that it's stormy that day it did clear up and that's why we went mm-hmm. so high up and so what's it called donner summit 
Yeah, it was up there. Yeah. Uh, by Donner Summit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're snowshoeing and we're all cold. I mean, we were kind of holding up because we had layers on, but they obviously their feet were probably so yeah. cold. And so, you know, we're taking some shots. Carly's getting some shots and Johnny and all that. And then we get up to this peak and we're like, Let's, we want to overlook the lake. Mm-hmm. And then I remember we were going to take our selfie or not ourselves, pictures of me and you. Yeah. And, uh, cause Johnny brought his camera and he brings it everywhere. So it was like, yeah, yeah believable. Yeah. And so then I just asked you if we had a marriage. I, when I got down on one knee, I, I sank into the <laughs> snow. <laughs> Watch back the video and it was like, okay, easy, easy. And oh, he saved himself. Yeah. He almost went down. Yeah. Went, got into the snow a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, I asked you for your hand of marriage and that was, super cool gentlemen take your time plan that day because it's going to be so special for her Mm -hmm. and i think that really mattered i think what was cool i'll never forget it yeah was coming back and having all our family and friends there Mm -hmm. i think that was what was so awesome yeah you know our immediate family and they were there to celebrate yeah and it's so cool to have that support from them um man it was so good yeah we got some amazing photos up there and just good times so it was it was absolutely awesome yeah and so kind of finish out you know obviously we were we're 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 dating we're going through life now we are engaged and we're planning the wedding day Mm -hmm. so we will we can highlight some of that but you know one thing that i really sticks out to me was the time between we were engaged and married was the premarital counseling mm. that was like the biggest thing that like helped us get in yeah. still that i think about you know i feel like you weren't a hundred percent sold on it until we started doing it yeah. and even then it was we were really picky on who we went with because both of us especially me coming home um we wanted somebody who knew us and it wasn't just going to be like a generic like cattle herding like okay here's another married couple like somebody who would actually know us know our personalities um and i am so thankful we went with pastor mike because mm-hmm. that was absolutely phenomenal um and pastor mike had known you cuz you went to his church previously yeah he knew um my family actually cuz my brother started going there and then brought us along um and so he he knew he didn't know me as well as like my brother and parents but he knew us and so it was awesome to have somebody at least knowing one of us a little bit and then getting to know the other mm-hmm. um and it just it was so genuine and the books that we read through it it was i just highly recommend well, it the if one book that we read was when sinners say i do Oh my gosh, everybody should read it. Even if you're married, I think you should yeah. read it. Like, I want to reread it. Yeah, I think it'd be good so to keep good keep going over. You know, and picking out the premarital pastor, yeah, the whole cattle herding, because we were some church options that we had gone through. And there was like group stuff, and it was during COVID, yeah. so there was Zoom. <clears throat> and so it was like, man, I just don't want it to be like really superficial. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard some people got to pay, you know, for premarital counseling. But what's so cool about Pastor Mike is his heart was like, no. The church pays me. I disciple you guys. The yeah. church pays me. Like this is my through off, this is yeah. my job. Yeah, and it's like wow, that is mm-hmm. that is how I feel like it should be. Mm. You know, hey, 
I, my job is a disciple. You know, my time yeah. isn't, I don't get, isn't just Sundays, you know, or, you know, Wednesday night box, whatever the pastor has yeah. to be there. And he was like, no, the church pays me. Like, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just on Sundays. I, I, I minister and I disciple, you know, yeah. all, all the time. And so I was like, man, that's what really encouraged me. I was like, wow, this guy, this man of oh God really, really cares for us. And then he had us fill out this form and was got to know our hearts, got to know who we are, our, our backstories. And like, wow, he, he genuinely cares and wants deep. to see that we are. Yeah. Yeah. Wants to see that we are on the same page, that we're going to be in sync together. And, uh, and I mean, there were serious questions. Oh yeah. Like serious questions that made you think not just in the now, but like, okay, way in the future or, like unknown future mm-hmm. what is unknown your reaction yeah. yeah what is your reaction going to be and you know it's just kind of like you sit there and you really have to think mm-hmm. instead of just right on the like oh i would never do that or oh i would feel this way of course i'd support it and be like no dive deeper like this is a serious question and once you start thinking about it you're like wow yeah i remember one question that I stuck I out was like what happened what happened if she got or your, your partner got into an accident where they could no longer even have sex with you, you know, uh, yeah. w- would you still be committed to them? Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that was a question, but I know maybe the question that so led up to sex, that but answer. Like pleasure. Like they couldn't fulfill every single need of yours. And that would be like, sex would be well, one. I, I thought or, of sex, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and so it was like, yeah, this, this is through whatever else happens Yeah. after you say in front of your, your family and friends and God, that you committed to this person like no matter what happens to that person you're there until they die mm-hmm. and it was so cool the reality of what marriage is you know under yeah. god or at least the oath that you commit even if you're not a christian you still commit like this oath if you're if you're married in like mm-hmm. western culture yeah. at least as far as i know is like you know you people don't generally say for rich or for poor in some kind of way you know no matter yeah. what basically what happens you're with that person Yep. And so he got, he helped us to see the reality of the weight mm-hmm. of saying I do, yeah. you know, of this commitment. I'd say even if you're not a Christian, like still go through it. Yeah. Find a marriage counselor and do it because it is, it brings to light things that you don't think of because yeah. you're so oh, caught yeah. up in the moment and it just, it brings to light a lot of things. Yeah. And I think too, when the book, when sinners say I do kind of it kind of basically was talking about, you know, we're both sinners and I can't really expect you to be perfect, but when mm-hmm. you do fall short or like we get mad at each other to show the grace that God has shown us yeah, and to forgive one another, even people who aren't Christians too, to forgive that person, to let it go and you got to put it behind you because yeah. you can't keep, you know, hashing it out or bringing it up in a marriage because it's not going to allow you to move forward yeah. and even to go closer to each other. So it was cool. Like I got to forgive, you know, my wife. Like mm-hmm. Christ has forgiven me. I got to show her so much grace because that's one thing I feel like we've learned in our marriage mm. is like, okay, I got to forgive you. Yeah. And you got to forgive me because it, it really isn't like we're going to be happy 24 seven. Yeah. And you, you we're know? two imperfect people yeah, coming yeah. together to live in an imperfect world. Yeah. So you just really, I just highly recommend preparing through peer marital mm-hmm. with 
an awesome pastor or counselor mm-hmm. um, for marriage and for the weight of what yeah. marriage is and the commitment. It's a hundred percent worth it. And don't just go with anybody. Do your research, but yeah. it's a hundred percent worth it. Yeah. And also what was cool. So I was writing letters to my future wife. So when we got engaged, I showed Aww. you those letters, yeah. but while we were engaged, we also wrote letters to each other Yeah. and we'd pass back and forth this notebook. Yeah. And I think that was super cool. Cause I remember when I first wrote uh, about you, it was like, man, today I met this girl. I, you know, wonder if she's my future wife. And then kind of later on, I think she's going to be the one. And then to like, I'm going to ask her for her hand in marriage. And then I talked to her dad today. And mm-hmm. so, and then, you know, it's, which is super cool yeah. to see where. I remember right as you proposed the day before too, you wrote a letter and you left it. Um, you left it by, what is it called? My night on my nightstand. And so, um, I remember reading it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. And then the day after you proposed to me the next day, or no, I think it was that night you gave me your little notebook that you had been writing to your future wife. And I knew about this book. I didn't know what it looked like, didn't know where it was, but I just thought it was the most endearing thing and I just couldn't wait to read it. And you put it on my nightstand and, and I remember I immediately opened it up and started reading and I just loved it because it, because we're older, I didn't know you from childhood or even from younger years. And so it was an insight into your heart and an insight into your journey and what you went through and the heartbreak that you went Mm -hmm. through leading up to when you met me and our journey together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Heartbreak that I went to with like a previous girlfriend from years ago and everything, Mm -hmm. but I, I even have letters that I haven't showed you yet from, years ago what? so yeah they're they're in storage these? they're in fresno oh my gosh we're gonna go find them but um but it was cool so i think it would be a fun thing for couples to do if you're not married mm-hmm. even if you are married you know we haven't really wrote notes to each other lately but um is right now it's like yeah i've written things about hey like some of my letters are like hey today you know i did this you know i hope mm-hmm. at this point in time that you're you know living for god serving him yeah um, somewhere across the world or wherever you're at, I hope, you know, you, you, you're in the same position. I, I even wrote things about just what I did that day or, you know, and, but it was cool because one thing with those letters and stuff helped to remind me of like, I was praying for somebody who was serving God mm-hmm. and who was like serving other people and you were actually serving other people and serving God I while was, I was writing those letters. I was just going to say, you wrote that letter and then I think it's the next letter that you wrote that you're like, I met this girl and she seems, I forget exactly what you said, but I think you started writing about me. Like right as you mm-hmm. wrote that letter, the very next one was, Hey, I met this girl. She seems like such a woman of God. And I just thought it was so insane how you had written that letter of like, I hope she's out there serving God somehow it was like, <laughs> that's me over in Nepal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Serving. <laughs> I mean, e- even in prayers and other letters, it's like, okay, I wonder where she's at. I wonder if she's like out there doing missionary stuff. It's something that I would like to do. And, you know, I've done, but not mm-hmm. maybe as far. But we'll it was cool that God like answered that prayer. Yeah. You know, answered that, those thoughts and the desires of a woman that, that I want. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's led to an amazing 
dating experience and engagement period and you know as we continue on this podcast you know we talk about a little bit about our marriage and what we're learning and and friends and stuff because we want this podcast to be something that encourages people to Mm -hmm. walk with god and to walk with maybe their significant other better yeah you know and and uh yeah just enjoy listening to us and what we have to to bring other people because i know our marriage relationship we started on a scripture is to spread the gospel message Mm -hmm. to people you know and it doesn't have to be one avenue it could be many and i think we're both creatives and this is the way that we also want to touch people's hearts is to uh see what married life is see what married life their christian eyes are Mm -hmm. and we're also millennials so there's so many things that are going on that we've experienced to what we're experiencing now and as you know thinking about kids we're thinking about a puppy we, we want a dog <laughs> so bad but we're yeah. in an apartment and we're like do we have time do we not it would be great dogs are awesome oh we have time <laughs> if we get that blue healer it'll force us to work yeah out so we, we want a blue healer guys and we're in an apartment but we're already active people but we want to be more active we want to be more active we want to be forced to get out and uh you know that dog is gonna test us and make us work but you know what <laughs> Who doesn't love puppies? It's worth it. I know. It's just us. We're having a great time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but thank you for joining our podcast, guys. If you have the opportunity, go ahead and subscribe to it. Stay tuned for some more episodes, and we hope to uh, help you out. Yeah, and let us do. let us know if you have any questions as well, and uh, maybe we'll answer them in future podcasts. Alrighty, we're out. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to MCM Podcast with Jesse and Carly. Make sure to follow us so you don't miss an episode and share with your friends. 